Alright, what's up guys? Welcome back to the podcast. It's Thursday your time, but it's Tuesday my time. Finally back to Tuesday. Finally back to Tuesdays! Oh my god, I'm so happy. Seriously. I am so happy that wedding season is winding down. We're back to our regular schedule. But it's crazy how big of a difference that one day makes. Yeah. I had to push everything back. Yeah. Like Sunday lives and Monday recording was not it. It's not yeah. it. But there's nothing really to talk about in news. Hmm. Do you guys know anything going on? Yeah. What? I had one uh, pizza news while I was in BC this past weekend. Pizza news? Pizza news. Oh, I was like, what the I got fuck is the conversation going on? too much she in different pe- circles. <laughs> pepperoni pizza news. Yeah. <laughs> she was like, I-, I swear to God, I thought you said I have pizza news. And then you started this story. I'm like, what? Where the fuck is this going? <laughs> Pepperoni pizza what news. the fuck is pizza news? I thought there was like a new pizza spot that opened up for some shit. <laughs> so the what the day I got there was breaking news. My mom showed me a TikTok okay. or like a video that a relative sent to her, and then like different groups of people brought it up to me. So Miss mm. Puja was at a Sangeet okay in Surrey, and it was like the biggest deal for some reason. Okay, along with like they had like you know those big like cartoon head things that. Like that are at like yeah. Disneyland or like you know these kind of places. Yeah, yeah. they had those, but of like, Bhangra people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Along with like Miss Puja and I don't know, everyone just was like losing their mind over it. Mm-hmm. And then and my mom shows me a video of like Miss Puja performing. First of all, fully lip syncing, like mm-hmm. just not even try to hide it. And then all these like aunties and uncles are just standing right in front of the stage just with their phone out. This is the dumbest news ever. I really wish you had just told me about a new pizza place. (laughs) (laughs) And her crowd is like these aunties and uncles that aren't even like jamming to it or anything. So it's like literally, I don't know. It's not funny well said. This is what our news has come down to. I'm gonna be no talking about I'm just like, like where is this going? What? At? <laughs> I think finding some crazy scandal and just like waiting for it, waiting. Yeah, for waiting for it. I'm just like, what the fuck <laughs> is she talking about? Anyways. <laughs> I'm just say, trying to say people are losing it with the weddings. Like, yeah, you are the one of those people. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Chinese Indian girl got some upgrades. They got some upgrades and updates and we're here to share them with you guys. Chinese Indian girl is offering a daily deal from Monday to Wednesday featuring an item on their signature menu like the butter lamb habanero broti, the butter chicken bowl and the chicken tikka habanero bowl. Oh my God, sounds so good, you guys. Each offer comes with a canned drink for only $9.95. And if you've never been to Chutneys, let me explain how it works. Okay, you walk in, you choose your own barotis or your bowls. You choose your mains, which can, which can either be tandoori chicken, seasoned steak, which is new, masala grill, lamb, which is new, Indian spice shrimp, garbanzo beans, tandoori tofu. Then you pick your toppings, which include some new toppings as well. Roasted Cuban potatoes, roasted street corn, desi, cucumber, and kachumber. I don't even know what that is. I had to look that up. I had to look up how to pronounce that. But kachumber is an Indian salad mix that is fresh, crunchy, and vibrant. And you choose your chutneys and your sauces. You choose choose all that stuff and you make your own stuff, right? 
check them out their location they got one in south surrey they got one in langley they got one in abbotsford and they have one in Kelowna, expanding like crazy chinese indian grill is it about the michael burry guy no why what about him what about michael i think he's just betting that the whole fucking market's gonna crash he's shorting the market yeah yeah what market uh, I, I think I think it's the stock market. Stock market, like the S and P. I think so. I think it's the S and P five hundred. No, yeah, I just started investing in the S and P. Of course, of course, when I get, I know, but like he's, it's just, it could he could be, like you can't be right every time. But obviously, he's obviously like a yeah. smart, smart person has a huge team behind him, but. But it's so crazy, like how anything he does is obviously so public, and it's obviously going to create so much fear. Now there's a whole ass Hollywood movie made about this man. Yeah. So now anything he does, so now any little movement that he does, people like freak out. And they're like, "Oh my god!" Is like the financial markets are collapsing in November and blah blah blah. What he's actually shorting it? Like this is news recent. Yeah. No, I don't even know if it's that recent. I've been hearing about it for like a month now. Michael Burry, the big short investor who became famous for correctly predicting the epic coll- collapse of the housing market in tw- 2008, has bet more than $1.6 billion on a Wall Street crash. Yeah. Burry is making his bearish bets against the S&P 500. Great. <laughs> I just started investing in the S&P. Because <laughs> yeah. I heard you could never fail with the S&P. Yeah. The S&P. <laughs> According to Security Exchange Commission filings, Burry's fund, Sycon Asset Management, bought 866 million in put options against a fund that tracks the S&P 500 and 739 million dollars in put options against a fund that tracks the Nasdaq 100. Burry is using more than 90% of his portfolio to bet on the market downturn according to these filings. Oh what? God. Yeah. That means it's 100% happening. <laughs> That's what he did in 2008. And everyone yeah. thought he was so crazy. I've been waiting for shit to crash. <laughs> and it's not happening. <laughs> but I'm like, I thought, I'm so like past the point of waiting now that I'm just about to cave in any second. Okay, well, at least will buying. my crypto go up if this happens? Yeah, probably. That's so far. I was just looking for my crypto. I'm like, where's my crypto? I think I have some money in there. Yeah. <laughs> and then I don't even know how to open it anymore. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> it's like when you're anytime like I hear about like couch any, cushions like, to look for change, you're like, do I have anything? Not even. But anytime I hear that there's like, oh, like the stock market is gonna crash or this market is gonna crash, oh, the first thing in my mind is always like, Joel, at least I have some crypto laying around here somewhere, right? <laughs> always, I'm like, if that side's going down, at least this side might be going up. But Burry appears to have been wavering between bullish and bearish on his stock picks this year. In January, he tweeted a cryptic message to his 1.4 million followers, quote, sell, he wrote. By the end of March, he backtracked and said, I was wrong to say sell, he wrote in the tweet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And S&P 500 and Nasdaq both have noticed big gains so far this year. They're up nearly 16% and 38% respectively. Damn, who knows? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I don't know, man. I'm just like so like I've been hearing this for so long now and I've just been like okay waiting 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 wait and like nothing's happening and I'm just like am I the fuddu that's like just sitting here waiting and then I'm gonna be like okay fuck it cave buy and then crash yeah (laughs) (laughs) I swear I'm like that's exactly what's gonna happen anyway someone someone had like said like 
Hey, what are you guys' thoughts on everyone in Canada potentially going broke and the mortgage rates and the Great Depression coming back? <laughs> That's what was the decision. Honestly, yeah, that- I'm low-key hoping for it. <laughs> oh my god, I've been seeing so much about like the Canadian like housing market, the yeah, bubble, and the like ugh, crazy level of debt. Oh my god, I'm so it's so depressing. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of these videos on TikTok with people like crying in their cars about how they can't survive and stuff. Yes, like in Canada. Yeah. Yeah, but then I'm just wondering, I'm like, well, why the fuck are these prices are not dropping? Like these housing mm-hmm. prices and shit. Because like, why the, are they the still so fucking? The Dude, rental market, the insane. rental market. I saw this video go viral of like people doing a showing in Calgary, in downtown Calgary. Yeah, for it was like the third. Yeah, group of like twenty to thirty people going in to see this like apartment. Yeah, but yeah, the mark the rental market is insane, and that's why the like the housing prices aren't coming down. But then it's like. Yeah, it's it sucks for people that aren't that are, that are trying to live in a house themselves, mm-hmm. essentially, and not rent it out in like you know ev- rent out every corner of it to make the most amount of rent. Mm-hmm. And the rental market is is crazy because of uh, all the immigration. Yeah. Oh, that's and, what it is yeah. into this. Country. That's the real reason. It's not really the rent. The rent is a result of the fact that there's not enough houses to buy. But if like all these people, what I'm saying is, if all these people are like struggling to make ends meet, they can't afford shit then more and more houses should be coming on the market. But that's not happening. No. Less and less houses are coming on the market. So that's why I'm like, when I keep hearing this, like, yo, everyone's struggling, everyone's fucking this, everyone's on the verge of this and that, then I'm like, okay, then why are there not more, like, bank foreclosures? Why are, like, more properties not hitting the market? Mm -hmm. Like, it's so, like, anything that comes up is, like, gone, 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 gone. Mm -hmm. So there's obviously more people, like, that are, like, lined up willing to buy then there are people that are like losing money, I guess. I don't know. So it's not as bad as like. No, I don't a, know. Like, I feel like I'm sure it's bad. Yeah. For sure it's bad. It's I just bad, don't know but if people it's. People are just making it work. And so what's happening is majority of people's income is going into their housing expenses and they're not spending in other places to grow other parts of mm-hmm. the economy. But then, uh, is it true? I didn't even realize this, but supposedly to offset the pressure on mortgages and like the uh, the because of the interest rate, they're increasing the amortization rates to like yeah an insane number of years. That's a, yeah, I've been hearing that too. Like I haven't actually talked. Has like, it been done or is it being considered? No, they're saying like seventy to ninety years. What? No, I don't know if anyone's gone that high yet in amortization. I think they've bumped it up to like 40 years now or something like that. This is, that's that's something that the Japanese government did back in the 80s when people like when the housing market came to like a stop because people could no longer afford the houses. They came in with the idea of 99 year mortgages. So pay lower, lower payments. Your son or daughter would take over and pay the mortgage down. And finally, your grandchild at some sometime close to retirement age would finally pay off your mortgage. That's crazy. Anyways, we're gonna do we're gonna hop into another segment here. Girl math. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> we're gonna I talk, love this economics class today. <laughs> we're gonna do girl math. We're gonna yeah, so there's this thing trending online right now. Uh, it's called girl math. Uh, and it's like girls explaining to like their boyfriends or their dads like uh, how they Or the general public. Or the general public how they justify when they spend money yeah, yeah. and some someone put it in a way they're like it's an advanced mathematics to justify <laughs> buying things okay. and i feel like everyone has even not girls even if you yeah. guys i uh, think also do this too to a certain extent guys do it with um i want to say like 
hockey or like yeah just golf. Like, yeah or like even like gambling maybe like yeah. fantasy football for sure what? you guys use girl math okay, okay? I so, think you guys no, need to apply no. more girl math to I fantasy so. football to see your the money that you're losing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But they use girl but math. Your opportunity cost of playing fantasy football. Thank you. No, but they're using girl math to justify it. Okay. Anyways, this is girl math. Okay. Yeah. When so this is some examples of how you can use girl math. Okay. If I pay for something in cash, it's free. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> if I buy something and return it. The money I get back is profit. <laughs> okay. How are guys don't do that? If I don't spend any money today, I have double the budget tomorrow. That's stupid. Okay. If an item is $50 and shipping is $20, but you have to spend $100 for free shipping, you have to spend the extra $50 or else you're losing money. <laughs> I mean, I've done that one before. <laughs> I've done that one before. When you're like online and shit, and they're like, yo, if you just order a little bit more, it's free shipping. You're like, draw fuck. If I'm gonna fucking spend $20 wasted on this shipping, yeah. might as well get a $20 discount on something else. Is if I want something that's $500 and I don't buy it, I actually made $500. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, that's not that terrible of a way to look at it. <laughs> I, I use this every day, okay? If my Starbucks app is loaded, it's free. <laughs> <laughs> god <laughs> every day but then isn't it so painful when you're loading the yeah. card because you're like then you feel like your one order is like i only ever do like 25 dollar loads but like i do 20 dollar loads i'm yeah. like wow i got a two dollar tea but I, it cost me 25 dollars. yeah that, that's how i that's how i yeah. it. if i buy a 300 dollar purse mm. but i use it every single day yeah. it actually costs me less than a dollar a day which is basically free yeah no because your cost per use that's stupid man <laughs> don't you justify things like that i don't think so no. i justify things like that all the time i do like for example i bought a suit from india for 600 bucks and i wore it two times mm. and i'm gonna wear it a third time mm. so i'm like hey it's not that much yeah. it's only actually 200 dollars. but when i buy something i expect to use it for like a very, very long time anyways i expect it to last that's why i'm paying that price for it yeah, so you are justifying it. Your per use cost is worth it then. Yeah, but I think that's like with anything. Like any product should be like that. No, like I wouldn't be like, oh, I'm going to buy these pair of shoes and they're like $300. But if I wear them three times, that's $100 per like. I do that. Uh, why? I do that. I'm like, I bought these for $300. I better be wearing a bare minimum 300 times. <laughs> <laughs> no, but even like on the podcast, Gravina's talked about like, if like. Your wedding outfit, if you're paying $10,000, your cost per use, blah, blah, blah. Your cost per use is too high. It's too high. Yeah, but you guys spend so much money on shit that you barely fucking use. The girl math applies before you buy it. It's a justification. What you do with it after doesn't matter. It's free, free, basically. Once you buy it, it's free. Once you do the breakdown. No, I think it's like you have to actually do it to make it basically free. But (laughs) one girl's like, I wanted, she's like, I wanted these shoes. They were like $1,000. She's like, but they were 40% off. She's like, so I was saving 560 bucks. So now they're actually 840. And I I thought that I'm going to at least wear them six times per month. Yeah. So that would came up to be seventy five times a year. Yeah. So if you divide eight forty by seventy two, oh it's eleven dollars and sixty six cents per wear. Yeah. Which is and I have two feet, so divide that by two, <laughs> so it's five dollars and eighty three cents per foot. Oh. Like, so it's basically free. Yeah. If you have to do that much math, you shouldn't be buying it. 
Karen does something like this and it drives me fucking insane. <laughs> Not this exact one. She always does. Anytime we like, for, so we're like, anytime we t- we're going to like take a trip mm. and she'll like pay like money in advance. Yeah, oh my God, I have that she, on my list. Yeah, then she fully ignores that. She's like, oh no, like, because so we're going like to Mexico or whatever for the wedding and we had to put down deposit or whatever. I think we put like a thousand dollars in deposit and I'm like, yo, this trip's going to cost like X amount of dollars. She's like, no, it's only going to cost this much. And I was like, what do you mean? She's like, we already paid a thousand dollar deposit. So it's only, gonna... I'm like, okay, but it's not like it was free. That's girl math. That's girl math. So one of the things on the list is if you've prepaid for a trip by the yeah. time the trip actually comes it's free yeah <laughs> and i was like dude i was like we like that thousand dollars still came from us you know that right she's like yeah but it's already paid though and i was like okay i get that so this trip is and she's like adamant on it and yeah, i'm like are you like are, is your damag there that yeah. that's girl math that that's literally on the list that's on people's list on tiktok that's, these videos have millions of views and the girls are like yep that yeah. checks out like here's one if you go on a trip and you pay for the group to do something and they pay you back, that's just extra money you have. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that one's wild. I do that too. That one's really pushing it. Yeah. <laughs> I do that too. Like they'll pay you back like a month later. You have yeah. like an extra eight hundred dollars in your account. You're like, say <laughs> <laughs> The flying one drives me crazy, man. The what one? The flying one. Flying? Like the prepaying the trip thing or whatever. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Drives me. I was like, yo, I was like, I'm not even going to have this conversation anymore with you. (laughs) (laughs) There's this Australian. Girk is uh, fully factoring in the deposits, the amount paid after, and time off work, how much you're losing in income or potential income. Yeah, not even. I was just like, yo, it's going to cost X amount of dollars. And she's just like, no, it's actually this much. And I was like, what? I was like, how did it get cheaper? And she's like, well, we already paid the deposit. <laughs> and I was like, it didn't get cheaper than you idiot. We're still paying five, like whatever. <laughs> it got cheaper. Yeah. No, but like, experiences yeah. are, are free <laughs> because they're experiences. Let her have it. And actually this like radio show in Australia does a whole girl math like segment where they have callers call in and they ask for the host help in justifying their purchases using girl math yeah. and they had um an economist come on the show mm. yes yeah so. one time and they did this whole thing this girl like bought like a hundred dollar dress or something yeah. or two hundred dollar dress no three hundred dollar dress it's a three hundred dollar dress huh. and she's like i'm gonna wear it three times and then they're like doing all this math and she's like, they're like yeah but then the resale value and this yeah. and that and the economist is just like sitting there quiet yeah. and then after like they're like okay what do you think of this he's like Honestly, it checks out. Yeah. He's like, he's like, if you actually do it. Yeah. He's like, if you actually do it, like if you actually resale it and wear it these many times yeah, and blah, but blah, no blah. One does that. Yeah. But, the, but and then the girl's husband was like, you're not going to wear it three times. I know you. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. And they're like fighting. <laughs> he's like, but if you actually do it, he's like, it does check out. And you are thinking like an economist thinks and yeah. stuff. So yeah, all I've learned the, is that girls are ahead of the game. zero resale happening yeah ever that's one just take that out of the equation (laughs) it's not getting resold so it it fails your whole fucking thing fails it does fail karen uses that one too all the time oh really resell i don't think she's ever resold anything exactly (laughs) she's reselling my shit though she's like oh oh, you got a new xbox let me sell your old one and i was like what the fuck you sell these fucking purses you have lined up in the fucking closet never even seen daylight and that's what she'll do she'll like buy a purse and she'll be like yeah but girk in like four years five years this will probably be worth this much i'm like but are you gonna fucking sell it 
And she's like, no, but it'll still be worth that much. And I'm like, but if you're not selling it, then what does it even matter? Damn, Karen's buying the appreciating bags? No, she's never bought appreciating anything. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all bullshit. She thinks I'm an idiot, man. I, I just like give out one. I was like, Joe, fuck guy, it, This is a fucking guy sitting over here with hoping that his crypto goes up, okay? Yeah. Hoping. My crypto is up. <laughs> Is I it? buy, bought, yeah. Oh, I'm not a fucking oh, dunger like you guys waited fucking eight months to buy it. Oh, shut the fuck up, man. I bought it right on the fucking get go. My, my crypto's definitely up more than my stocks. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, dude, like literally a month ago, because like, you know you have like uh, the wallet, like the offline wallet. Yeah, but listen, so I like I was like sitting there, I was like, yo, I was like, where is that little fucking thing? Yeah. I'm like, I was looking, yeah. I was looking for it today. I'm like, where did I put it? Yeah, I was like looking around the house and I was like, yo, where the fuck? Finally found it, right? Then I was like, log in. Then I look at it. I was like, wait a minute. I go to my phone. And I was like, the password I have written here is like X amount of characters, but this one's saying is X amount of characters. Yeah. So I fucking freaked out. I was like, I don't know the fucking password. Yeah. So I'm like trying, trying, it's not working, trying, it's not working, trying, it's not working. Trying. I was like, it was like one last opportunity. I was like. Fuck. I'm sitting there. I'm like, am I a fucking idiot? Yeah. Or am I a fucking idiot? And I'm like st- super stressed out. And I like fucking found the box that it mm-hmm. came in. And then like you know they give you that fucking. There's uh, boxes in. What are you guys? What? He's talking about. He's talking about his offline wallet. Yeah. His crypto wallet. The but offline. I thought that was just an app. No, oh, that's online. That's online. Oh. That's, your money's online. Then yeah. you have to take it offline. You have to put it on a physical wallet. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Not like a fucking. But it's like, like a USB. It's like a USB it's a stick. Oh damn! Yeah. Oh damn! I didn't think there's a f- hardware involved. Yeah. yeah, this is the advanced crypto guys. Okay. Because what was it? What did you say? What did you send me? The wallet thing. Exodus, like, probably. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What okay. is that? What's the term for it? Online. It's just like an online wallet. That's called it a just, hot wallet. They call hot, it a hot, hot wallet, wallet because it's live. Okay. It's because like that. So the cryptocurrency that you have on there is being stored like not on your personal like obviously it's showing on your personal app mm-hmm. but the actual currency is not being held by you mm-hmm. it's being, being held, held by, by that platform that platform mm-hmm. whoever that platform is mm-hmm. so if it's exodus whoever xyz company it is mm-hmm. they are the ones that are holding that money people kept their currencies on the exchange like mm-hmm. on their app exodus or what, whatever it was binance or shit like yeah. that one of these big apps. I think it was the was FTX like, one, right? Which one? FTX or yeah, something? Yeah, F- FTX crashed. Okay. And they went bankrupt. bankrupt. So everyone who had their money on their wallets <gasps> on that app lost their money. The app that I used to buy, like Newton or whatever, yeah. you can buy like uh, Bitcoin. Newton is holding your money right now. Uh, well, I moved it to Exodus. So okay, now, well, now Exodus, Exodus is holding, is holding your, your money. money. Okay. So if Exodus crashes, the company goes bankrupt, yeah. your money goes with them. Your pahe gone. Skin Visual Med Spot is your go-to spot to look good, look snatched, feel good. They specialize in facials, okay, facial services, laser hair removal, microneedling, chemical peels, dermaplaning, Botox, filler, body contouring, all of the all anything that you need done, all right? The September promos include, but not limited to, full arms and underarm laser, full legs and Brazilian laser hair removal. They got discounts off that. You buy any one hour facial, you get four of them, you get the fifth one free. Micro needling's on special this month as well. And something here about, it says either full back Brazilian or buttocks facial. 
So if, what does that mean? Like a facial for your butts? Oh, I think it means full back Brazilian buttocks laser. But it doesn't say laser, it says facial. I'm sure you can do a butt facial. You know? A butt-shell? Is, is that what it would be called? A butt-shell? Keep in mind, they got new promos going on every single month. So check them out. They have a location in Delta, British Columbia. Check out their website, www.skinvisualmedspot.com. Or you can check them out on Instagram at skinvisualmedspot. And make sure you guys mention the podcast. Mention coaches for 15% off any regular price service at Skin Visual Med Spa. Okay, someone uh, wrote in trying to explain light years to me. This person is an astrophysicist. Oh my God. Yeah. Like, hey, this is not a question for you, rather an explanation. Last week's podcast, you said you couldn't understand how if someone were to look at Earth for however many millions of light years away, they'd see dinosaurs. You wanted it in simple terms, so I decided to try and help. Imagine you take a picture of Earth right now and folded it into a paper airplane and fly it out to a planet millions of light years away. An alien gets a hold of it on that planet. They look at the picture and it's the same picture that you sent, right? Basically, light is the airplane. It needs time to travel somewhere. And when it reaches that place, it, it's only going to show the picture from the time it was sent. Do you understand it? Yeah, I kind of. A little. Yeah. a little, but like I just. So it has to be. So when we were talking about like the whole dinosaur thing or like if somebody's looking from a different planet, it's not in like a, it's not in by not like, you know, that's what telescope. I pictured. I pictured an alien with giant, ginormous binoculars. <laughs> <laughs> and then I thought the instant reflection that they were getting was dinosaurs. Yeah. But, uh, but the fucked up thing is, I honestly, I could be wrong. Maybe this guy can let us know. But I think, no, that it still stands true. Unless the binocular can look a hundred and something light years, like that, it can cover that distance. It's still, even if it can look like closer, it's still going to take X amount of time for that light to reach that lens. But let's say they did have a binocular, but the binocular can only see 50 light years. It was that still, whatever image they're getting, they'll see it 50 light years. Yeah, it'll still yeah. be like older. It'll still be older, but yeah, less yeah. older. Oh, Halle Berry's divorce has been finalized. No, who the fuck cares? You are about to care right now. Why? Because she's paying her husband $8,000 a month in spousal support. That's it? That's it, yeah. What the hell? <laughs> Janania getting like 50K, 60K, <laughs> fucking 100,000. He would find something to Yeah, what about. the hell? This guy got Yo. 8K. Hold on. First of all, there's more. You guys just sort of... Don't even give me like... Enough time to like respond before you start bonking. <laughs> she might give him like the condo or some shit. No, she's paying 8k a month in spousal support and she gives him 4.3% of any income she gets above 2 million, which is basically everything probably. Oh, well, that's not bad then. <laughs> she was married to a guy who was actually also is like an actor, but she's just like a more successful actress. And he was like more of like the hands-on parent because she was primary working caregiver. more yeah primary caregiver mm. so i think that's why it ended up working out the way it did girk's still mad about it johnny you're getting 50k 200k <laughs> it's true man who is that chick that loved uh what's it called dr dre but he dr dre makes more than halle berry i don't know but just like how much she wanted i think she oh, wanted yeah. like a million like a month it was like nine hundred thousand dollars a month or something yeah it was like some stupid number to like, keep up with her lifestyle yeah like, shut the hell up buddy get the fuck out of here I don't know, actually. No, I think she got wasted. I think the judge slapped her on the head. No. <laughs> no. L.A. Supreme Court Judge Michael R. Powell has ordered Dr. Dre 
to pay his estranged wife, Nicole Young, of almost $300,000 in spousal support per month for the foreseeable future. Damn. Potentially for life. Yeah, they they agreed on a settlement. Hmm. One one single payment, $100 million to Zex. Damn. That's what would you guys take? I would take $100 million. I would take $100 million. Because I don't know if I'm going to make it. That many years. Yeah, he could agree to pay you 300k a month. And then just croak. (laughs) (laughs) I'm fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Alright guys, let's hop into the coach's final portion of the podcast where we answer your questions, react to your stories. Please don't take anything we say seriously. We're just talking that shit. If you need real professional help, please reach out to someone who knows what they're talking about. This is just for entertainment purposes only. Hey coaches, love the podcast. I recently found out that my girlfriend had hooked up with a celebrity in the past during a girl's trip to Vegas. <laughs> Out of curiosity, I asked her who, but she wouldn't tell me and started avoiding the topic. I thought she was lying the whole time until she told me she had to sign an NDA before. I guess before. Yeah, like before, like, you know, hooking up with the, ho- hooking up with the person. Yeah, she had to sign an NDA before hooking up. Hmm. To my shock. She hooked up with Drake a few years ago. Now, I can't stop thinking about how she's been with a top G type of guy. And I'm not enough for her. Because she's experienced the best of the best. Not to mention, I've had the ick ever since I found out about this. How do I get this out of my head and stop thinking about it? Can I get Girk's opinion on this too? You can't get it out of your head, man. It's done. It's over now. It's done. It's game over. You might as well just chalk it up and, you know. End it. End it. It was good while it lasted. Go be with someone that hasn't been with Drake. Drake. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, that's fucking tough, yo. Yo, you can never, dude. You have to have next level self-confidence in order to deal with something like that. I can't. I can't live with the feeling inadequate my whole life. (laughs) I get enough of that in every other aspect of my life. I don't need you. What if, like, the other person, the famous person is, like, not good? Like, they're really bad. Maybe you should talk to her about it. Get the deets. Get the deets. Share. Get the details. I was just like, yo, what the fuck? Like, I don't know. I just couldn't. Why did you even tell him? How did he find out? How did he say in the beginning? No, she just said, I found out. But yeah, how did that even come up? Is what I'm asking. Yeah. Like, isn't that something? Or maybe one of her friends was like, oh, remember that time? Also. I would be like, yo, what the fuck? You were, how big of a fucking groupie were you? Like, fucking all up in the video and shit. Yeah, fuck I'm trying to see. Like, all up in the <laughs> video? Yeah. You know what? He could drink and go out and not be filming a video. Yeah. No, I'm just saying, like, all, like when I say all up in the video, I just mean, like, all up in the scene. Like, her, like being a groupie and shit. Like, oh, my God, dang but what if she's really let, let us come fucking party with yeah, you yeah or that you know drake like slides into regular girls dms like all the time does he yeah it's like a normal thing that he does it's like oh documented God. people have shared screenshots he sends like voice notes to girls what, what is, is this it? like there's singing this, and shit? no 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 not singing like they'll be like oh prove it's you and he'll be like yeah what's up it's me what's up i'm just chilling in bed i'm tired i'm about to go to sleep. like he's there's videos of girls sharing his voice notes so I don't think it's like that she has to necessarily be a groupie. But there's a high probability that she was. Or or that he was just out in a club in Vegas or something. The girls got invited into the booth. I'm sorry, if Drake's inviting me into the booth. <laughs> 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 
I'm gonna go to the motherfucking booth, bro. Yeah, you can go to the booth, but then when you go fucking take yeah, the next hour, like, you'll fuck you. She bro. wasn't just like, okay, come with me. Like, there's obviously some sort of, like, you know, little bit quick chemistry. He was obviously into her. But, like, this was before she met this guy. This like, guy just goes straight to, like, yeah, how much of a groupie do you need to be? What if she was just standing there minding her business? And oh, yeah, I'm sure. Minding her dreams. Like, oh, yeah, fucking, let me go. You're fucking, so beautiful. Blah, yeah, blah. Get the hell out of here, man. You think fucking Dre's coming to say that to you, fucking. Obviously, not coming up to me. <laughs> yeah. This guy got access to, like, fucking, like, Victoria's Secret models and shit. You think he's going out to some fucking diss on Insurie VC? Diss on Insurie Fuck out of here, man. Hey. Punjabi girls are very exotic, okay? Uh, <laughs> 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 it's good face. He's like, I don't know what that. I'm gonna fucking exotic like the jungly type. <laughs> <laughs> You're so mean. <laughs> um, okay, yeah. But yo, he has the ick now, so now it's over. Any yeah. single time, any even a girl, when she says she gets the ick from her yeah, guy, that's it. it's a done. It's done. It's, you can't get over it now. Yeah. It's so hard to get over the ick. I saw this one video. Oh, I saw this one video on TikTok. Of chicks like, and you know, like those rant chicks with those rant like new ick unlocked or something like that. And it's like they're in a swimming pool, and she puts the thing underground, and the guy's like doing this. He's treading water. Yeah. What? But he's not like properly treading water. He's just doing this. <laughs> he's kicking his feet back and forth, and his upper body is just like some jacked ass guy. <laughs> but the water is like, <laughs> yo, I fucking lost it. My husband and I went to a wedding and decided not to take our children. We left our children with my husband's brother's girlfriend. She has been around for about two years and the kids are comfortable with her and she has been dating their favorite uncle for about two years. Our household is pure vegan. The girlfriend ordered takeout and fed my kids pepperoni pizza and chicken wings. (laughs) Sick. (laughs) Chicken wings! Exclamation mark. How do I get my brother-in-law to break up with his girlfriend? This is unacceptable. What? She probably didn't even realize. Like, is the brother and his brother like are the both brothers vegan too no i think her her she's at her whole house our household so probably her and her husband and their kids yeah then it's understandable then she probably like oh fuck i didn't even realize like i've done that <clears throat> not like to like other people's kids hmm. but like i have a couple of friends that like don't eat pork and sometimes i just like order a pepperoni pizza and go shit yo fuck and they're like yo what the fuck what am i they're like yo make sure there's no pork in here then i went and ordered like some fucking chicken fried rice thing and they had pork in it i was like oh shit (laughs) yeah but you're not like okay but what i'm thinking of is if these kids are like seven eight no five on five age five onwards they get whatever they're not getting at home they're always dying to try it outside of the house and they pretty much like they don't they won't necessarily ask for it but if somebody offers it they won't say no so for example when i was little and one of my like friends that i had on my street we'd like end up at my house end up at her house they were vegetarian mm-hmm. me and my family weren't and we were like heavy like hot dog eaters <laughs> okay heavy hot dog eaters Why? we just loved eating hot and they were so easy <laughs> you guys your whole family like, people oh, making roti and sog and shit they're just jumping down a hot dog on fucking left and right left and right <laughs> 
Or like we used to like you know you know my mom would get us like McDonald's. We were, we were heavy hot dog eaters. I've never heard anyone say that. No like white family, no sissy family, no fucking nothing, man. I just remember you said a lot. We're heavy hot dog eaters. <laughs> the hot dog was wrapped. <laughs> hot dog wrapped in the roti. <laughs> our, our moms were putting sog and like wrapping it up into like a little fucking thing. Or like we'd have like chicken nuggets and stuff, and my mom would be uh, like offer it to my friend, and she'd be like, "Oh no, we don't eat meat at home." She like declined it a couple times. She was like five, okay? Yeah. The chicks eating fucking broccoli gravy, just putting back on But then you know what? Curiosity got the cat, and she's like, you know what? I want to try meat. Like, <laughs> let me try this hot dog at her house. Like, was it a hot dog? I don't know what it was. Hundred percent. Hot dog, chicken nugget, or it was a <laughs> a hot dog and a chicken burger. nugget. <laughs> 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 like you could have just never, said yeah. like we ate like me like, it Heavy. wasn't even that like the, uh, at the, this is where you get yourself in trouble <laughs> because you just don't stop and just put unnecessary <laughs> comments in there all you had to say and the story didn't even end with a girl eating a hot dog. Yeah. Ravine doesn't even know what she ate. Yeah. But she had to add in there that <laughs> they were that they were heavy hot dog eaters. Yeah. I don't know what to offer you. All we have is a hot dog. All I can manage to make myself right now is a hot dog. <laughs> Let me see what's in the fridge. It's a bunch of fucking binners. Binners. <laughs> <laughs> the fact that uh, the fact that all of our parents <laughs> pronounced it binner. <laughs> I want to call them binners. Yeah, binners. But they're they our binner. Binner. <laughs> <laughs> the reason they said that is because on the label it says wiener. Yeah, yeah. Like Oscar Mayer wiener. Yeah, yeah they're like And the parents are like, Oscar Mayer wiener. <laughs> oh Dude, we would come home from school and my granny right away, binner banana, <laughs> chopping up the binner. Dude, my granny was chopping my up grandma, the My grandma wasn't making fucking hot dogs though. Like, but granny wasn't making hot dogs. She was just chopping up fucking binners. She, was, she wasn't making hot dogs. She was making binner, okay? Yeah. She was chopping up the hot dog into tiny pieces and frying it on the pan. Yeah. And then putting it, the chopped up binner on the plate and ketchup on the side. Yeah. Yo, it was so fire though. So good, bro. Binner better than hot dog. Anyways, but I just wanted to say that she was like, okay, you know what? Yeah, we don't eat meat at our house, but like, I want to try it because they weren't trying it at their house. So like, sometimes kids are just curious. And if she asks them like, hey, what do you want to eat? And they're probably like, man, this is our chance. Binner. Binga. Oh my god. <laughs> 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 no binner for you to do binga. <laughs> oh my god. Holy shit. Okay, moral of the story is just let your kids have some fucking yeah. binga, okay? It's like, just because okay, you decided to be vegan doesn't mean your kids need to go by that. Like, yeah, that's I, mean. I said the exact same thing. I was like, the audacity of you to make such a life. 
like huge decision for, for your, your kids. kids. Like let them try some meat. Who cares? At, if they're at the age where they can say yes or no to food, like they can make their own decisions. Yeah. And it's not that it's unacceptable. Also, that's your choice. You left, you let her babysit. Yeah. So you take the risk. Or if kids like, you're so just... crazy about it, then you need to let the person know, be like, look, we're vegan. Like, please only feed them. But then also when you're all vegan, you're entirely vegan, you can't be leaving your kids just anywhere. Yeah. Or you leave your kids somewhere, you pack them yeah, their food, food for that day. Yeah. Like, that's not cool where you're expecting someone to make a full vegan. Yo, it's hard, man. Yeah, look at when I was babysitting you yeah. trying to feed you vegan food. It was just not, it's not it. It's like a whole thing. Like, it's a whole lifestyle yeah, change. Yeah, it is. Uh, no, I think it's whatever. There's no need to get this worked up. Like, sure, if you don't want your kids to eat meat, and that's fine. But if but if they accidentally ate it, then you don't, whatever, fuck it. Just explain it. It's a like, one-time yo. thing, whatever, yeah. man. Chalk it up to, you know, you know, it's a lot to ask. Vegetarian is one thing. Vegan is a whole different other thing. If anything, she's actually probably happy. She's like, I just go to the backyard, cut some fucking patte off the tree and give it to these kids, man. Oh, you're ordering some fucking pija and fucking wee being gone for no reason. Yeah, but Chari freaking orders takeout for you. Yeah. Pays that skip the dish fee. The only that watches your crusty kids. Yeah. <laughs> That's another thing. For free, probably. And now you want her to get dumped too on top of it? Unless you can prove that it was like fully, there's like malicious intent, like... Yeah, she was like, hey, kids. <laughs> you want to try some beaner? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, no, not beaner. <laughs> I still can't believe you guys ate that many hot dogs. No, but you know when you're, your guys' parents probably did this too, where if you set, told your parents you like something, they would just buy yes. so much oh of it. Oh my God. That's my mom's, that's still my mom's biggest that's personality everyone. trait. Yeah, yes. Tell this day. Parents, Even Karen does the same shit. I'll be like, she will, we'll, like, uh, we get David's tea or whatever. I'll be like, yo, get this tea. And every day, the same tea, the same, every fucking week, every month. I'm like, yo, switch your options. Like, I thought you liked this one. I'm like, oh, yeah, well, you don't need to fucking give it to me every single time, man. One time, Kira's mom bought me, like, this Adidas, like, uh, zip up or whatever. I'm like, oh, sick. And I was like, oh, and she's like, oh, you like Adidas? I was like, yeah. Every gift here on after is all it. <laughs> I think I got you an Adidas. Uh... Yeah. Straight up. Jacket last. I say one time now, everything's Adidas. Every single week I come on the podcast and I tell you guys that if you need professional help, please reach out to someone who knows what they're talking about. 99% of the population on this earth needs therapy. Let's say it together, guys. Therapy. And this is where Revival Counseling comes in. Revival Counseling Services have years of experience serving our community by supporting them with their mental health, okay? The mentals is number one. Relationship building, family conflicts, stress management, anxiety, depressions for young adults and families, individual, couple, family counseling, they got it all, okay? And the best part is that they have a whole roster of South Asian therapists, clinical counselors. They're located in Surrey, BC, you can do it online or in person, non-judgmental. Everything is confidential. And you guys, in our community, you know, it's very hard to find people who understand our specific issues. You know, it's really important to find a therapist that can understand from like our perspective, how, you know, our family dynamics and it, like our relationships and marriage and how all that stuff works. You guys can visit their website at www.revivalcounseling.com. If you mention the podcast, they'll offer you a free 15-minute consultation. Revival counseling, hit them up. We can't even go and say that this is like an age thing. 
this girl's like she's only university that's why she's acting like this that's why she's dumb because i got a similar submission yeah and the girl is 40 then you're just a dangaroo you're just a dangaroo she goes hey coach love the pod i've been a day one listener i need some major advice and if you can read this on the post please please read this on the podcast so i'm 40 and i'm 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 reading this yeah Thinking, I'm like, I don't think she wants me to read this. I don't think he would want me to, but I'll go read it. So I'm 40 and my boyfriend is 50. What kind of fucking 40, like, What are these numbers? I said that. I said that when I was initially reading it. I was like, what? And I'm like, okay, 40, that makes sense. Dating like, a 50 year old. Yeah, no, I mean, Yeah, you're 40. Yeah, that makes sense. It was once, just a knee jerk reaction. She let it sink in. It was a knee jerk reaction. Like, yeah. you know, I'm 56 years old. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Kevin Hart. Damn. <laughs> We've been together for two years. Reason I took this relationship seriously was because he said he was looking for marriage, which is my dream. He had a bike accident a couple of months into dating, and I had to be there with him in the hospital. While I was taking care of him, his, his ex reached out and told me he was still talking to her and visiting her. It was a lot for me to take in and he, as he was laying in the hospital. After we were discharged, he said he wanted to go home, but not to his home, but mine. I've been financially stable living on my own my whole life. He slowly moved into my place and I kept asking him when he was going to move back to his own place. And he kept saying, I will next month and next month. Now he's been living with me since. He threw half of my stuff out, out of the house without telling me and put his couches and stuff inside my place. It's his way or no way. He doesn't treat me the best. He tells me he's only attracted to petite women. And he wants me to be a certain way when it comes to dressing up or what I eat and weigh. Or else he said he will find someone else that can keep up with his lifestyle. I dare you. <laughs> yeah, 50-year-old. I'm like, get the I fuck out of here. Like, I mean, why would you be like, yeah, go ahead. Go she goes, I mean, no. Like, it looks like it's been going great for you so far. Yeah. I mean, no. I, I mean, he's no 10 out of 10. He's a white dude that's kind of big with tattoos. At this oh point, I'm only with God. him because of his parents. His parents are very loving and it is hard for me to leave them as I know they think highly of me and want me to be there for their son. He's very moody and has what? rage moments. What? With our age and two years already t- together, what should I do? Is he a guy that girls would want to be with? Yeah. <laughs> a fucking 100,000 desna lined up to date a fat gora. <laughs> <laughs> years old thank you girth for once yeah sarcastically standing up for us <laughs> this, is heard, man. this is fucking so fuck these gore man worried about his parents fuck his parents too man i even watched this one like stand up this guy was doing and you know they always ask the crowd like oh you guys are a couple and they're like, yeah, like we've been off and on. And she's like, oh, yeah, he won't put a ring on it. And the guy like looks at him. He's like, why won't you put a ring on it, right? He's like, I don't know. I don't know. And he's like, oh, he's like, the guy, the comedian standing there is like, you know what? He's like, it's kind of fucked up. He's like, but I think you think you're the catch here. <laughs> <laughs> and the guy's like, oh, this fat going on. <laughs> yeah, right? I think it was the Akash Singh guy. How does, how does this one get finessed like this? There's, she goes, um... She's like, there's more to the story as well, but just what I told you, would you be with someone like this? <laughs> no. Dude. I'd have to think about it. For yes, sure. on my manifestation man list, <laughs> he's checking off all of the qualities. <laughs> yeah, on my vision board, there's a picture of a fat gora. 
a 50 year old pagoda oh my yeah it's straight up i could be the ugliest looking decent and i still don't think i'd get finessed by pagoda absolutely not <laughs> oh my god oh my god okay hold on hold on i feel so bad for this girl i know i do too and l- let me just finish this, this off grown ass woman he said if i gained weight he would control my diet and only feed me stuff that keeps me skinny he always tells me to get a boob job or a tummy tuck and i don't see myself doing any of of that okay the boba please some advice from you greg and gravine on what should be tolerated or what is okay <laughs> What should be tolerated? Literally none of the above. Especially from a fat 50-year-old woman. <laughs> I refuse to let that go. I don't give not going to let that yeah. go. It's not dropping Anything, it. I don't give a fuck what happened in your guys' relationship, but the fact that he's a fat 50-year-old Gora, you've lost it. <laughs> <laughs> Straight up. Your description of this banda... I just, I can't. That alone is enough for you to leave him. <laughs> like, even if it was like a, you know, fat 50-year-old, like, dissy guy, I'd be like, chill, you know, keep up. What? Why are you letting the fucking hillbilly go down all up in the video? Yeah, actually, I was... All in the video? <laughs> Straight up. I'm like, what the and, fuck? And, like, since when do we, like... Oh my god, since when do you like the... Oh my god, this is like sounds so racist, but I'm not trying to be racist, but like, it's like some guy... Some <laughs> said every racist <laughs> ever. <laughs> I'm not trying to be racist. No, but like... Said every racist ever. <laughs> That's the beginning of every racist video you ever see. Straight up, right? I'm not trying to be racist. I have so many black friends. <laughs> I'm not trying to be racist, but... No, but, like, so she's... Not only is she getting finessed by him, she's getting finessed by his parents. I think because she just hears so much bad shit about, like, brown in-laws that she's like, oh, my God, look, my... These white people are so nice to me. But it's like, that's just, I think, how they are. Like, they're just so out of your business. You guys have, like, nothing really to do with each other that you guys are just, like, neighbors or acquaintances. It's easy to be nice. It's easy to be nice to each other when you have, like no involvement meddle yeah. in each other's lives and these parents are probably like oh my god this this little brown girl <laughs> is our last hope for like our old ass son his name is probably like fucking todd too right let me tell you something right now okay if i waited until 40 years old and the best I to could do. To get married. And this is. Was, the, this is the peak. This is. The, <laughs> this is the best. If this is it. <laughs> you're telling me I waited 40 years for this. <laughs> you bet your ass. I'm, I'm like. Running out of the house. Like yeah. I did not wait this long. Yeah. For this tutti to come along. Just, I would stay single at that point. Just stay single. Like you, you've already been single up until this point. Yeah. yeah. Like why were you just going to like. For what? You waited all these years for this? For this level of, like, yeah. shit? Like, yeah. please. This level of shit. Like, <laughs> but you know what? It's so bad, Pam, that, like, I'm not disagreeing with Girk where he says, like, if this was a, that same description but a brown guy, and, like, it wouldn't be as bad. Yeah, like, it would still be bad. I would still say leave the guy, but it wouldn't be as bad. Because, like, the image that I'm getting is just so bad. Yeah, it's like one of those TLC type Gordian things. Yeah, <laughs> the, you're picturing like Trailer Park. Well, let's just say he's even not. Because what if we're, we're saying that she's like, oh, but he's not like that. 
Dude, just look how he's acting. If you're 40 years old, you've waited up until this point. I think what's like sadder for me is that she's 40 and she thinks like she's questioning if this is like bad. Is yeah. this the another the question? Is I think that's got to be the question of the year. Huh. The one where, is this the like what other girls want? Yeah, so, yeah, yeah, all of us. Yeah. Yeah. Even I'm ready to jump in there. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're sitting on a gold mine. Fifty-year-old Gora. If I was a banda, a forty-year-old banda, and I was on Tinder, and my average was fifty-year-old fat white women, I would be like, no, fuck this. I'm single for the rest of my life. I would never ever. I'm telling you right now, nobody wants your man. <laughs> Straight up. Nobody wants your man. Yeah. Okay? I'm usually out here trying to defend the one day, but this one, this time. I bet he's bald too. 100%. Because he drives a motorcycle and shit. Was it a motorcycle those Harley. accident? Yeah. yeah. He's right on a Harley and shit, tipped over. Fucking. Bike accident. I can't imagine this chick listening to this. She's like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah, right? right? She's like, I should, maybe I shouldn't have said that. Maybe I should have left <laughs> yeah. this out. Or wait a few more years and you'll some single dads will come up on the scene. Yeah. yeah. Now you had a ready-made family. You're set. Okay, just chill, <laughs> dog. You don't need to be... Yeah, your parents didn't fucking claw their way from India just for you to come here and fucking marry the fat 50-year-old Gona. <laughs> They're probably like, oh, okay, fine, okay, okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i can't get over the question what is you is doing? he the guy that girls would want to be with yeah everyone's lining up for this <laughs> this is the top five most fucking lost people in canada lost people in canada, 100%. Lost people in canada. <laughs> i would never man ever take shit from a fucking picture of that girl. <laughs> Yo, he's just not gonna let that go. I don't give a as, as, No, that's it should, That's where the line is drawn. Hey coach, should I leave my fiance due to colorist comments? We've been together for a couple of years and recently got engaged. He has been make. he's made a couple of flippant comments such as, if we have kids, he would want them to have my skin tone as his is a little darker than me. He also made a comment about how my cousin is lucky she can pass as a fully white person. All of my cousins are half Caucasian, so I'm used to these colorist comments and favoritism for those who are lighter from my own family, so I didn't think anything of it. I was recently with his family when they made several comments about a baby girl in their family praising her for being so fair and made comments about how fair my fiancé used to be as a child. This made me super uncomfortable, especially as it was directed at a baby. I brought this up to my fiancé and he said it isn't a big deal and told me I'm being overdramatic. He said I didn't, he said I didn't even make sense as I'm not dark, so I have nothing to worry about. <laughs> <laughs> That's the definition I say, dude. <laughs> oh, what do you fucking care about? You act like you're dark. <laughs> like, excuse me, question mark. I would hate to raise children in that environment like this, like this, where they are only praised if they're lighter skinned. I've always been made to feel less than by family due to being darker than the half white cousins and would hate for my future children to be judged on their skin color. Am I being overdramatic or is this enough grounds to leave him? How do I bring this up to my family? Okay, sorry. To get this right, he's, out of the two of them, he's the darker. And she just happens to be darker in her family. Because she has a lot of half-white people. Yeah. 
Okay, I thought it was like, okay, if he was being colorist towards you, like you were darker and he was lighter and he was like, oh, you know, if only you were a couple shades lighter. Blah, blah, no, no, blah. no. He's saying that you're lucky. You're He's light. putting himself. Okay, so then it's no, that, that's the, uh, that person's like childhood and like how he was raised, clearly what you can see in his family. But it's not something that he does like intentionally or to like upset someone. Like that's just the dialogue he's learned. And I can say this because it's been the literal exact same, all these things, all the things she mentioned, exact same thing to the point where like majority of my family is lighter than me. And, but I'm like lighter than Tony, but he, not that he ever really said like, oh, I, w- I hope our kids are more like your skin color or your family's skin color. But yeah, I see like he's mentioned things. His family mentions things all the time. Now out of my two kids, one is significantly fairer than the other. I hear things all the time. I just have to now stay on top of it to like put an end to it. But you can't go back and change how his parents grew up and the things that they they were fed as like children, like information wise. Like all you can do is try to make a bit of a change now. This is not something to leave. Unless he, if he was doing it to her 100%, I'd be like, fuck this shit, go. Yeah, but I get her concern, whereas, like, she doesn't want it to be such a huge topic. Yeah, so then you need to go in there, and you need to be the person to be like, look, can you guys stop? I was just come to the conclusion that dissy, like, p- parents and shit, like, you know, like, nowadays, if someone sees a kid, they're like, oh, my God, he's so cute, he's like this, he's like this. I feel like that's just dissy parents' way of saying it. Oh, bala gora chitta. Like, you know, they just don't know, like, how else to, like, praise, yeah. Yeah, they're like, oh, rang kinna stop. Yeah, and it's they, like, they don't oh, know how to, like, God, praise a kid, like... Or like, or praise you for having like a cute kid, yeah. right? They always go, oh, both the goda chitta, both sona. Like that's like the three things that they know. Yeah, but there's nothing wrong with going in and like being the change or being like the person who, you know, like we were just having this conversation earlier. When you're the person who goes in and you take a stand, you will be better off in the long run. Whereas if you stay quiet and like you know or too careful or you want to you know want to ruffle like feathers you're gonna suffer so just take a stand right away my mom says that shit to like auntie all the time like if anyone says anything like she'll just like she'll just throw in a comment like just say you know like just don't be scared to like say the right thing and i don't think it's like that much of a revolutionary idea you know like now everyone pretty much knows like you know that's not like a proper thing to be commenting on. Hey, coach, love the pod. So I'm having some issues with my husband. He's a sweet guy and he does his fair share of work in the house. He cleans, does laundry, chops veggies to help when I'm cooking, etc. But when I see him doing these things, I lose attraction. What? <laughs> but they can never win, man. Yeah, man. What they can the never fuck? win. Either they don't help at all yeah. or they're helping too much and yeah. now they're losing attraction. Yeah. She's like... I don't see him as a guy's guy. <laughs> and he comes across as too s- soft. But I also want help around the house. <laughs> Holy fuck. So, yeah, oh my god, wow. But Can't they need to relate. just be single about it. Right? What, how do no, you no, I have the perfect solution for this, okay? He has to help me with the household chores reluctantly. Yeah. <laughs> he can't be happy yeah. doing it. Come yeah. out here mopping these fucking down floors <laughs> like I'm some fucking bitch. <laughs> 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 I got the boot. Deep in your voice a yeah. little more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's a great compromise. <laughs> He'd probably love it too. 
Yeah, just do a little like role play yeah. like that, you, you know? Guys, Use it's an so toxic. So Excuse me, bad. and this girl's submission is not toxic. It is. This is. I, I'm sorry, I cannot relate. I'm, I'm sorry. The we're polar opposite. we're matching toxicity levels, okay? We're, we're just trying to help, man. Yeah, we're just trying to help. We're trying to find a appropriate approach. The fastest solution is that he helps her reluctantly. Yeah. Oh my god. He swears at her while he's mopping. Yeah, he swears at her while he's fucking vacuuming, yeah. chopping up the fucking gundays Gobby out here chopping this onion crying like a little pig. <laughs> <laughs> but in this case, it must be that there's something else in in addition yeah. to this that's affecting yeah. the fem the feminine and masculine energy levels. Yeah, 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 yeah. There must be something else happening on the sidelines. <laughs> Why? Because it's not that he's chopping gunday and she's like pussy ass. <laughs> yeah, she probably is. Pam, look at all the videos that you see on like TikTok where it's like like guys are like like doing the dishes or like cleaning or like wiping a counter and girls are like oh my god he's so sexy <laughs> yeah but i feel like those are the chicks one day that never do anything anyways yeah. so the one time he picks up a rag she's probably like oh my god right <laughs> this guy coming home every day fucking charu pocha and shit she's like fucking loser <laughs> fucking loser <laughs> yeah. no i'm sure there's something else <laughs> Hey coach, recently my close friend has been planning her wedding and had a get together with all the bridesmaids to discuss wedding plans. She told us she had an exciting surprise for us. She told us that she would be wearing a Sabesachi lenga and wanted us all to match. The surprise was that she found a Sabesachi sari that matches her lenga and she wants all of us to fork over $1,500 to $2,000 for these ugly saris. Damn. What a stupid surprise. <laughs> <laughs> surprise! I got a bill for you. Yeah. yeah. Girl math. <laughs> no, we're gonna. No. I could. Why? Well, it's for your best friend's wedding. It was basically free. Yeah. <laughs> it's for the experience. Was basically free. Yeah. No, we've talked about this before. Guys. I could tell that all the other girls were stunned, but didn't want to say anything. I tried to be critical in a nice way and mention that she's getting married at the Gurdwara. That and that saris can be quite impractical to wear. She had a visceral reaction and decided, and I decided to lay off until a later time. Later, she sent me a text saying, if you can't get on board with trying to do one thing for your best, best friend, then I don't know who you are. Sister, my, my jib bar filled with lint. I do not, <laughs> I do not have $1,500 to send to spend on a Sasquatch sari. <laughs> Anyways, what should I do? Sasquatch. Why don't you just tell her I don't have the money? Yeah. No, she... you guys, it's not about telling her should that I, I don't have the money. Can I finish? It was like, no, don't say that. What's the deeper issue here? <laughs> Sit her down. There's a deeper root There's cause why she wants here? this. Yeah, it's all... Oh, it's because so it's freezing cold yesterday. I didn't have it on. Anyways, let me finish this, okay? Should I? What should I do? Should I fork over the cash, or should I stand my ground and possibly lose a friend and get uninvited to this wedding? Everyone is late twenties. I feel like anytime this happens, like with guys, like let's say for even like we're if everyone's going on a trip or something, and someone's like, "Yo, let's do this one thing," mm -hmm. and let's say it's like expensive, and like a lot of people don't want to do it, even if they don't initially say anything. Mm -hmm eventually as it comes time to like okay we have to make the order then slowly people be like yo i'm out and then as soon as one person says out then it's like out, 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 out. Yeah. you know what i mean it just takes that leave one leave it till the last minute yeah leave it to the last minute and then eventually i'm sure no one's gonna want to be down to spend fucking two g's the rule of thumb is if you want bridesmaids you pay for their outfit 100 percent. no matter how much that outfit is 
And in this case, it, people are not okay with paying like two to five hundred dollars for a bridesmaid outfit. And look how many times we've talked about like usually that outfit is not something that's your personal style. You're never going to wear it again. Yeah. It's not your color. Like the audacity for you to even think that anyone cares this much about your wedding. This is like is beyond me. A, honestly, a really good opportunity for you to drop a really dumb friend. Yeah. You know what? This is the prime opportunity yeah, for you to escape. I agree. And for that sassy ass response after, not even sassy, like super bitchy response afterwards, yeah, yeah. I'd be like, yeah, you know what? I don't want to be your friend anymore. Yeah. Bye. Just be like, fuck off. I don't give a fuck. Yeah. Um, just be like, yo, I can't afford it. So if you want to uninvite me, that's up to you. Yeah. 100%. No, just but just that. that response alone, you, would you want to be friends with that type of a person? Yeah, but then it's like the easy, the easiest way to say is, yo, I can't afford that. Yeah. And like, you know, I understand you want this look for your bridal party. Like, you know, I'm happy to like bow down. And if you need help with anything else, let me know. Blah, blah. Yeah. Like, that's it. Like, yeah. you know, simple as that. Um, But I've been having this conversation with a few of my brides recently. Mm. And 90% of them that had bridesmaids... Mm regret having bridesmaids no. and they tell me why? they're like i regret it i don't even know why the fuck i did why? it because why? there's just so many politics involved yeah. yeah and they're like i you know i made these people bridesmaids i didn't make them and there's a whole fucking thing and then the outfits and this and that and they're like i just wish i didn't do it yeah it's just extra work that you don't have to do just tell everyone like you know what this is the colors yeah. if you want to wear something in this color sure like you could be focusing on something else that time that you're trying to dictate all this like bridesmaids bullshit for people to wild. even think like, oh, I'm going to, this is the look I want. Like, why? Yeah. Nobody cares. Yeah. yeah. Or like, just focus on yourself. You want a Sabia Sachilenga? Yeah. Get yourself a Sabia Sachilenga. Get your pictures in it. That's Leave it. everybody else alone. Leave everyone else alone. Hey, coach, my girlfriend suggested that we post couple videos on TikTok. What? <laughs> my girlfriend suggested that we post couples videos oh, on TikTok. Oh, there's a guy. Okay, okay. Yeah. I don't mind being on camera, but I also don't want our personal lives out there like that. She sees her friends doing it, so she thinks she can be a content creator too now. <laughs> I, told, <laughs> I told her no, and now she thinks I don't want to sh share our love story. That's not the case at all. Am I in the wrong for saying no, 26 and 27? No. No, you have no. absolutely every right to yeah. not want your shit out there. Yeah. And I'm 100% on board with this idea. Same. Yeah. Like, no, keep your shit offline. Yeah. You know what? No, this this is a great reminder of an article that I read. <laughs> there was a study done recently that people who post their partners less yeah. online are more happy. 100%. And it's like a staggering number yeah. what percent more happy they are. Um, hold on. Okay, happy couples post their partners less on social media. This was done in July of this year. Only 10% of selfie crazed couples consider themselves very happy meanwhile 46 percent of couples who are more private on social said they were much happier <laughs> study this study the study suggests that trust issues could be causing these unhappy couples to post more often on social media the number one reason for couples sharing their relationship online was to express that that they or their partner is taken Oh, shit. Results found that those who share three or more couple selfies per week. Three are, or more per week? Yeah. That's a lot, man. Are allegedly 128% unhappier yeah. than their more discreet, un, more discreet counterparts. Because they're doing this to get a dopamine hit. Girk's about to 
I'm checking. Decrease the frequency of his posts with Karen. <laughs> I think this guy posts once every four months. No, yeah, I post like once every four, like an actual post post. See, mine was, yeah, August 11th, and then before that was March 20th. Graveen's the most happiest because she hasn't posted a single picture of Tony <laughs> since they've been together. And before March, yo, holy fuck. Looking at Graveen's feed, she doesn't even have one picture of Tony. I had pictures before, like before I made my profile Dude, that's open. crazy. Okay, first of all, I need you to update your fucking bio. Because your pinpoint is not Vancouver, BC. I know. It's straight Calgary, Alberta, okay? Get the fuck out of here. I don't know. I just always, you know, you just always see, like, those couples online, like, influencer couples. Mm -hmm. I just always have it in the back of my mind that, like, there's, there must be something, like, you know, just something going. And I also do, like, I follow, like, um, I followed, like, a few, like, YouTube couples back in the day. Yeah. When, like, YouTube and stuff was first popping off. And they became, like, you know they started making content together and it grew like their content creation and then and their families like, are, their, like and their families are and their families mm -hmm. almost all of those couples have like broken up gotten divorced or yeah. have been through major problems yeah. and they always do a video about it and it's always like you know it was the constant like putting ourselves online yeah and like nothing was real anymore yeah like everything felt like it was for a show yeah 100%. like our whole relationship was forced like it's it can very easily spiral into that yeah. situation even like for regular people where you're just like you're going out to dinner you're just sitting on your phone the whole time yeah. and the only time you talk to you they be like oh let's take a picture yeah. <laughs> and then you're back to being on your phone and then you write a stupid caption like oh my god babe six years with you best years of my life oh my god Thanks i find so it so those couple those long couple captions are too funny no yeah. the best couple caption was joe this guy Joe posts a picture of him and his wife first picture I've ever seen of him with his, his wife other than his wedding yeah. <laughs> yeah, first time he's posted a picture like ever probably but the caption was too funny 10 years mother to my children good woman hashtag wife is knife yeah <laughs> <laughs> hashtag hashtag good woman yeah good comments hashtag good woman this guy man <laughs> 10 years mother to my children, good woman. <laughs> <laughs> like, guys, what's the most, like, senti ass? Like, yeah. this woman. Well, at least you know this is original. No, that's, I can 100% believe that Joe's is original, but the ones that are, like, so long and mushy, I'm like, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> good woman. <laughs> 10 years, good woman. <laughs> 10 years, good no no man i believe it i 100 believe it it's always the people you know overcompensating if you need outside validation that your love story is amazing yeah or that like you know you guys are so cute and whatever you need outside validation for that yep it's a problem and you have every right to not want to be out there and she should respect that. Yeah. All right. That's it for the podcast. Hopefully you enjoy it. Make sure you follow Grick on Instagram at Karn Putty Real Estate. Follow Graveen on Instagram at There Goes Graveen. You can subscribe to the Patreon for bonus content. Link in the episode details and follow the official podcast Instagram account at Coach Me Podcast. And we'll catch you next week on Coaches. Don't play. Bye. <laughs>